I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're going to set up some real douchey frats with this money as well. It's yeah. going to be a fucking catastrophe for our legal team. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> came here to flint stone i came here to flint bone so let's yabba dabba do this and get down to bam bam business this is the lore boys ethan here i'm today joined with peter aroused as all hell <laughs> peter's a big fan of the brontosaurus what can i say oh hell yeah uh hi everybody long Welcome. and thick that's how i like it yeah like thick necked and eats leaves like a penis yeah <laughs> is how brontosaurus are often described i mean uh I've read a lot of paleontology books <laughs> frequently, so it's like... <laughs> I'm in love with a raptor or whatever, the, the smut erotica uh, featuring... No, the dinosaur smut that I bought for 99 cents on Amazon, and you should too, is called T-Rex Trouble. Okay. And it's about a psychic T-Rex that has sex with a cave lady. I mean, there's a whole That's our next series episode. of women fucking raptors. Yeah. Like erotis, erotica out there. Welcome to the all, erotica boys. I think it's all written by the same person. Yeah. No, she's like... I think it's uh, Danielle Steele? Ernest Hemingway? I can't remember. It's er- Ernest Hemingway's her pen name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In Our Time was about fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Believe it or not, this is not... Uh, Complete pe- garbage. People fucking dinosaurs <laughs> podcast. Not, not yeah. On your whoa, whoa, whoa. If you thought... If you were about to tune out thinking, this is complete garbage, trust me, it gets slightly better. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll take it all the way up to a B plus, baby. <laughs> No, this is uh, this is the Lore Boys. We're talking about some Dungeons and Dragons stuff today because Ethan's hosting. So why the fuck not? We we host a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah, we? Ethan sure does. Uh, yeah, Lore Boys podcast. It's a lore podcast. Yeah, we we take the wiki and we bring it to you. It's like Uber Eats for Wikipedia. Yeah. Is really what we do. Now I know what you're thinking. Two white guys hosting a podcast in 2019. Come on, but. <laughs> There's normally three white guys exactly. hosting this podcast. So it's actually unique. It's it's worse. Because <laughs> uh, old uh, old Jimmy Jambo, old Aunt James, was in Poland. Yes, he was in Poland in and Katowice for IEM Katowice. We mentioned it now, so we can use the hashtag. We will never speak of this again. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I guess. I guess for anyone who doesn't know, it's a big uh, esports tournament. Esports, esports, esports. Yeah. So on our Instagram, it was uh, the story was mostly CS:GO. Yeah, I don't have Instagram, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I believe you guys. Speaking of which... I'm the marketing major, and Peter and Jamie are the only ones who do any of our social media, so... I'm the art boy, and <laughs> yeah. if you follow us on Instagram at Lord Boys Podcast, you may have noticed we haven't had an update in a while. Um, just to address that, I was feeling like my skills with the way that I draw, because I draw with a mouse, uh, have plateaued, and then after that, some real-life shit made me even more demoralized. So at this point, I am shopping for a tablet, and we'll go back and do a bunch of new shit, um, but at present, I do not have a tablet because I haven't really made a decision yet. But that's why. Follow us on Instagram. You'll get some updates soon. There. Thus he vowed. Yes. Uh, so let's get into it. Dungeons and Dragons? You know what we're talking about today, Peter? Uh, 
you had mentioned it like three weeks ago or something. I did tell you like three weeks ago. The the Whamulor. The Whamulor. <laughs> uh, the War of the Wambo. You know, I, I mentioned earlier today that we're talking about wizard. Yeah. And or wizards. Well, you were playing Warframe. Wizards of the Coast. Uh, I guess yeah, but also specific wizards within a Wizards of the Coast intellectual property, Dungeons and Dragons. I see. Okay. Uh, we're talking. Tell we're, me more. Today we're going to talk about the story of a man. A man named Manchun. That's it. The Manchun Wars. The Manchun Wars is where we're going to end up today. We're going to start with Manchun, who he was. We're going to end on the Manchun Wars. Yeah. Maybe dip into the Spell Plague if we have time. I had a little thing in my head. When you had mentioned the Manchun Wars, I had kept it in my head that it was kind of like a silly bastardization of the Machine Wars. And that's, <laughs> for some reason, how I remembered it. I mean, we're going to get to the end, and we're going to be able to tie a thread to that. No, no machines, no ancient robots. Don't get your jollies. Uh, don't crush that can just yet, kids. Yeah, exactly. Hold on Put to that. Put your keys away. It's yeah. Like, this is not shotgun time. Hold on to that till you're 18 or <laughs> 21 or... Wherever yeah. you're listening from. Yeah, that's it. Whatever it is in Australia. Follow, follow the rules, kids. Please. Don't get us in trouble. Uh, so, Manchun was a human. Okay. Big shock, I know. A world full of elves and we had to talk about a human. Um, he was born to his father, Harl Shun, which is a terrible name manchun's so, a bad name is manchun a first and last no one one word manchun harl shun harl shun that's bad yeah you're that's right. a bad that's a bad name but a guy was scouted out of luck but he was first lord of zentil keep okay which isn't a bad gig so uh zentil keeps keep located on the western edge of the moon sea and in inland sea of northern Faerun. Oh, okay so i was gonna say still Faerun. this is the same kind of dnd setting we've been talking yeah. about on all of our past D&D episodes, if you go and find them, other than Ravnica, we've basically covered Faerun the entire time. Other than Ravnica or uh, Spelljammer. Oh, Spelljammers are a, a separate animal. Yeah, Spelljammer jumped into like a bunch of different worlds and stuff. Oh, yeah, but wasn't that the point of having a flying magic magic ship? Yeah, exactly. There you go. We're, we're beyond Faerun. Spoilers for that episode. Uh, the point was... Yeah, so we have done a couple of other episodes, I guess I should say. There's a couple of things. So I know when we did the Illithid, the Mind Flayer episode, yes. I mentioned Beholders. Yes. And at the time, I'm pretty sure I promised to do a Beholders episode. Uh, haven't done it yet. This isn't it. But we will mention Beholders again. Uh, and I gave a brief summary the last time. I'll give a brief summary this time. And look forward to the Beholders Lore Boy episode. Brought to you by Peter or Jamie, I'm sure. I'm sure one of them wants to jump on that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know tons about D&D. <laughs> Jamie, too, especially. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie's a big D&D boy. Uh, so Zentil Keep was uh, ruled by a council of lords. For most of them was the first lord. So Harl Shun, our boy, was lord among lords. It was basically like a council of nobles okay. or whatever. And one of them was fit to rule more than the others i yeah you know sure it's like but they didn't want to call him king i guess because he didn't have a kingdom i don't i don't really know whatever it's it's like a, the equivalent to like we have parliament where we have a prime minister and a bunch of other people that we elect as well yeah. but the prime minister is slightly more important i guess yeah that's it because we send him places yeah prime that's minister harl shun trudeau yeah <laughs> <laughs> this big nose and gorgeous locks of hair hell yeah uh harl shun had two sons manchun you already knew about and, and his other and his brother Asmuth. Oh, um, as sons of the first lord, they were required to undergo a trial wherein they would strike out into the world and return with something of value for the keep. Okay. So, hard knock life in Zentil Keep. Uh, everything's pretty cutthroat. Everybody's you know all the lords are tr constantly trying to like one up each other, and it's yeah. a bunch of like shady fucks kind of like in this backwater keep in the middle of nowhere. So it's oh, like, it's hillbilly keep. Yeah. So like it. Uh, it's okay. I don't know about hillbilly keep, but kind of like Baltimore. 
like where it's just like crime riddled and, and oh, everyone's okay. like a oh, shady oh. fuck, you know, uh, <laughs> like a lot of backstabbings and murders and probably drugs and like illegal weapons trades and stuff. Um, I've never been to ba- uh, Baltimore. It might be beautiful. Me neither. Uh, yeah. Murder capital of, of America. And that's literally all I know about it. So I am an ignorant slut. Uh, <laughs> Bad rap. But yeah, up here. Basically, if you if you grow up in this this shitty keep, uh, like on the edge of this backwater sea in northern Faerun, and you have two sons, they're pretty much only as valuable to you as the the goods that they can get. The amount of tricks they can turn. Yeah, the amount. Of, is, the, it, is he a daddy pimp? No. <laughs> well, if <laughs> if pro, if he's prostituting his sons for magical weapons, uh, I suppose in a way. Cool. Uh, uh, prostituting their innocence at the very least. Because uh, yeah. you basically like you better not fucking come back here. You're worthless to me as is. And if you come back here with anything less than rare, beautiful, magical artifacts, yeah. you're gonna be worth even you less. You gotta bring me an orange or a purple. If you come back here with a blue or a green, yeah. I'm gonna beat you. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. I'm gonna yeah. beat you till your hide turns to leather. I won't. I won't even disenchant it for the mats, my man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't you vendor trash. Yeah, yeah. Spits on them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the two Azmuth and Manchun strike out, and they're accompanied by chess, like the game. Okay, good. Uh, They're bringing their retro video game consoles. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chess was the son of their father's chief rival. Um, Okay. So it was kind of like an insurance thing, I think. Where it's like, hey, if if I get back dead, or if if you guys get back and I'm dead, you kill the guy's kid or something like that, you know? Oh, It was kind of like a mutual thing. Like like a collateral hostage? Yeah, I don't know. Like, my kid's got your kid, your kid has my kid. like a cyanide tooth? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Something like that. So, the three of them uh, strike out as adventurers, looking for treasures or riches. Uh, While they're gone, uh, Chess's father would poison Harlshun. I assume it didn't take long. They were gone for, like, years. Yeah. Uh, basically, wait till the weekend was over at the very least. Or, yeah. <laughs> or just like as soon as he's like not wearing his glasses until he couldn't see <laughs> yeah, them, it's like time to kill the king. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think like in D and D terms, they like formed an adventuring party and you know went to level oh. up and play D and D. I don't know if anybody ever actually played. Is the, is the Manchun quest like a campaign you can? No, run? not as far as I know. Okay. Manchun is featured in a lot of campaigns and a lot of adventure paths, especially early ones. So he was one of the. Okay. One of the first, like, major recurring characters, I guess. Is this, like, a first ed, second ed kind of guy? or A second ed, mostly. Oh, I think okay. I think he was first published in second ed, and I think that's where he was most prominently featured. He was in third ed. He's still in fifth ed. Yeah. He's still in fourth ed, so. I can't remember. Max's girlfriend, I think, hated fourth ed, but was, like, a big 3.5 girl. And then fifth ed, I think everybody likes, right? Fifth ed is is pretty great. Uh, 3.5 is, is Pathfinder. That's what we played. Right. Um, yeah. A couple times. It, yeah. It, I mean... It, it's 3.5 basically yeah. it's 3.5 with like a little a little more fleshed out maybe okay. a little more open source shit jammed in there fourth ed was not for everybody uh if you like like a lot of like board gaming mechanics like a it lot was, of like, figurine play a lot wasn't it well like it was okay so like you can play any dungeons and dragons game any way you want it's you and your friends sitting in a room make make believing you know what yeah. i mean so like a lot of people get their their pennies in a bunch about fourth ed it was the first dungeons and dragons i ever played and like we didn't play with a board and we, we you know we barely used the rules we just you know used it to make characters and balance monsters and like that was yeah. it so we basically you hung out to have fun what are you yeah. what are you some kind of fucking weirdo yeah man Ethan? uh we we dressed like legitimately the first time i played D, we got we got full costumes gathered yes. around candles in my buddy's kitchen and Dude, that's awesome yeah it was, he said without a hint of irony yeah <laughs> it, it was a good ass time um yeah so harl shun 
getting back on topic, Harlshoon does poison or does get poisoned. Get, get poisoned. Get poisoned by Kalkantor. I didn't say his name before, but yeah. that was the guy's name. Uh, because he's not important. Because after he gets poisoned, Harlshoon manages to throw Kalkantor off a balcony. So remember that insurance policy where if one of them was dead, the kids would kill the other. Yep. They're just both dead now. Good. So I guess the kids are gonna kill each other. Dang. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So what was he like? choking or whatever did you like hand him wine yeah and, like wait it. for him to drink it and then he just like turned around he's just like it's so obvious yeah that's <laughs> it <laughs> throw him off the balcony and then uh, uh, and then just like yeah like then, william shatner's to just, death onto yeah, the ground yeah keel over and die yeah so it, it's like it's like hmm i know i want to poison him but when should i do it <gasps> he's on the balcony now the perfect place <laughs> <laughs> surely nothing could go wrong if i do it here uh yeah so he gets thrown to his death this is i a better way to go than poison? I don't know. Poison seems like it would hurt. Uh, Poisoning seems like way more painful, whereas falling, at least a sufficient distance, you'd be afraid and then you'd just explode. I mean, you'd be afraid getting poisoned too, though, right? Like, if it takes long enough. Yeah, I guess falling a long way. Falling from, like, the turret of a keep and then rupturing on the ground, I suppose, would be preferable. Yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to being poisoned. Yes. Well, you heard to it use my oldie English Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're dead. The First Lord and Kalkantor was, you know, second in line for that First Lord position, basically. So a couple yuppies managed to usurp the throne after the two's death. Uh, while the trio, our trio, uh, Manchun, Azmuth, and Chess continue to adventure. Uh, typical Dungeons and Dragons adventures, like I'd said. Uh, one of which was to recover a magical sword from an ancient barrow. Fighting goblins, hanging out with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Regular D&D Exactly, shit. yeah. You know, met up with Terry Crews at some point. D&D you know. shit. Uh, somebody, somebody rolled a rogue and instantly tried to steal stuff from their own party members. Good. You know, the bard is just trying to fuck everybody. Like, every like, single time the dungeon master comes up with a new NPC, male or female, this bard just tries to, you know, fuck them. Way it's like, too lecherous. Yeah, it's, like, so funny. It's so funny, Steve. God, it's so funny. <laughs> but, God, you know? Let's, let's get on, man. Is uh, it Steve that we know? <laughs> no, it's a made-up Steve. Oh, okay. Um, no, he played D&D with Steve. I do play D&D with steve former roommate steve former roommate steve 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 the steve he uh played a rogue in our first campaign oh, okay and now he is playing a oh no he's playing a rogue in this campaign he played a gunslinger in our first campaign sweet is that yeah. cowboy rogue like like uh i'm i'm an edge i'm an edge boy he's like a half vampire very edgy boy Good. he's like okay. i carry two knives and i don't know my i killed my own mother and my parents are my dad doesn't like me and he's sending people to kill me okay. you know uh, he's, he's playing an edge lord, basically. Yeah, that's fine. I respect. I mean, D and D can be whatever you want it to be. Gotta edge out. Yeah, and if you want to fucking edge the whole time you're at my fucking, I'm always edging. my D and D game. I'm yeah, always, I'm always edging. I'm yeah. constantly erect when I'm playing D and D. Um, so they go on a quest to steal a magical sword from an ancient barrow. They do this with the help of a trio of female harpers. What's uh, a harper? Harper is like a. Uh, it's like a semi-secret organization of like wizards and bards and and these other people. Okay, they're they're devoted to promoting good and preserving history, and ba- like they're basically just like, um, I don't got a good analogy, but they're like like spies that just try and do good for everybody else and try and you know protect the secrets of magic from falling into the hands of evil necromancers or liches or oh, okay. stuff like that. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, they're, they're, they're just good magic spies. Yeah, that's it. So like thing. a lot of adventurers, like if you're playing a D&D campaign and you're playing a wizard, there's a good chance that, you know, like if you're, if your DM is playing in like the canon Faerun world, there's a good chance that he'd be like, oh, you know, Harpers approach you and you can join the Harpers and you can kind of, okay, cool. it's kind of like a good source of quest hooks for a DM. 
you know, where he's like one one member of the party is part of the Harpers. Yeah. And like when you have like kind of time in between like main story beats, he could just be like, oh, you know, the Harpers send you a letter about you know, uh, you know, a small red dragon that's terrorizing the countryside. Go yeah. deal with it or whatever. Get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, so they go with these three Harpers, these three female Harpers, to get the sword in the attack on the barrel. Are they Charlie's Angels by any chance? Uh, yeah, I think for I think for Lorevoy's canon, they are canonically the, <laughs> the the Charlie's Angels. Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, it was Charlie Harper. There, was there the we guy's go. name? Yeah. <laughs> Harper's Angels. <laughs> Uh, so in the attack on the, the barrow, Azmuth was blinded, and Manchun had one of his hands blown off when he carelessly reached for the sword. Pretty cool. So uh, one thing that the rogue... That's a pretty cool image <laughs> of just like, what did he like touch it and then his hand was blown off? Or yeah. like on the way in, was it blown off before touching the hilt? I mean, pick your poison, dude. Cool. Uh, which way do you prefer it? I might draw that at some point. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah basically it was like a magical trap. Okay. Uh, always check for traps. Always, always roll that perception check. Because they didn't have a rogue with them, eh? They didn't have that rogue with them to disable device, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I would say chess... I mean, it's like they don't have like clear-cut classes. Yeah. Uh, chess was maybe a rogue. I don't know, maybe a fighter. Not As- a good one, Asmith apparently. was maybe a rogue, maybe yeah. a fighter. Uh, Manchun wasn't. We'll get into what Manchun was. Nobody decided to check, though. E- either way... Yeah, that's it. N- no they, had th- they did have three pe- members of like the Good Wizard Society. Yeah there and none of them managed to dispel it we're all gonna go pee at the same time is that cool yeah don't worry about it <laughs> yeah that's it we're just gonna go check this sword thing well i i like to think that um part of it is you know manchun he probably has daddy issues you know well, he, yeah. he's probably trying really really hard to impress harold shun harold shun yeah uh you know, and he's he, so he probably like sees the sword and is probably like, I gotta get it before the Harpers do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because the Harpers like, hey, we they want to protect it from people like Harl Shun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From evil crime lords that live in keeps and, and have friends who poison them and eat giant turkey legs and yeah. get their shirts all greasy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the yeah. rough, the rough is gets all greasy. Yeah. Nothing, nothing less attractive than a greasy rough, there, boys. Yeah, exactly. You stay away from that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. You never get a fair maiden that way. He's he's the kind of guy you could tell needs a bath just by looking at him. Oh yeah. You know? like, at, in photos. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> From t- 30 feet away, you can tell like that guy needs or, a fucking bath. No, there's no technology at this point. So in portraits you can tell he needs a bath. Like, uh, somebody painted him sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I am pretty sure there are spells to like basically capture image. So essentially, oh, essentially okay. taking photos. Um so after the after Manchun reaches for the sword, blows off his hand, blinds his brother, I don't know what kind of explosion it was. But Bone shards hit his brother in the eye or something? That's it. Uh, his brother was wearing his welding glove, but not his welding goggles. And Manchun was wearing his welding goggles, but not his welding glove. Oh, and they sparked the torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, idiots, yeah. man. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, after that happens, the Rich sword... boy never goes to trade school. Yeah, right? Uh, the sword animates itself and begins to attack the party because it's a ancient relic. It's a dancing sword, essentially, which is you know like a pretty powerful... Uh, a dancing sword is a sword which, like... If you get one in game, you say the command word and like in a battle you can throw it out and it will just like Fly float, float in the air and fight people. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so it basically happens. I imagine something much more elegant. Yeah, I mean, uh, fighting's a lot like a dance, Peter. Sword fighting is elegant and graceful. If you toss it out on stage, it'll it'll lean back in a chair and dump water on its blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I get around to it, that might it be gets, your picture. It gets so rusty. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um. 
So, uh, with the brothers critically wounded, Chess manages to save them both while letting the Harpers fend for themselves. Conveniently not blind. Yeah, he not conveniently not blind and two still hands. two hands. Uh, Got to give it to him. Uh, so he lends a hand to the brothers <laughs> and uh, leaves the Harpers to fend for themselves, which kind of maybe says something about the trio that we're, we've been following so far, where it's just like, hey, there's these people who helped us get here, and we were about to betray them, and one of us got blinded, and one of us got their hand blown off, and maybe they could help us. Ah, but fuck them. Yeah, it's like, we better go. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know what? I think we really overstayed yeah. our welcome. I don't think the sword wants us here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what about the magic relics? I really need to get to a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't feel my hand. <laughs> oh, who said that? I'm your brother. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just like his bones are still there, but it's like perfectly blackened. Yeah, yeah. Like charcoal. Yeah. Um, so the party drags himself out of the ancient barrow. Uh, desperate and wounded, they come across another band of merry men and attack them in their sleep. They okay. kill the new group. <laughs> he's looking out. He's just like looking out through a telescope. He's just like... I can see their leader. He has hands. Yeah, that's it. I need one of them. Yeah, no, no. It's like chess. Like, don't worry, buddy. I'm gonna get you one of those hands. Yeah. Man, she was just like, oh, God, he like oh, reaches God. past an enormous bag of gold. Yeah, to cut, to cut, cut the guy's, cut hand, the guy's off hand off yeah. in his sleep, and he it, doesn't even wake yeah, up. Yeah. And he like takes like the bone hand and like switches <laughs> it, like Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah, the guy like wakes up, looks at like it's just like this destroyed hand, just like taped to the end of his stump, like. Oh god, what happened? <laughs> yeah, where he's just like he looks at the guy's hand with the bone hand, he like weighs them both, takes off one finger from the yeah. bone hand because it's too heavy, and yeah, then puts a, it down. Yeah. Oh yeah. The guy rolls over, starts sucking sucking his bone thumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I got him. Yeah, I got him. Don't worry, we're good. And then the guy like wakes up, who's that? Like stabs him in the throat. Like, oh, oh fuck. You were supposed to wake up. Oh man. No, he does that, and then a giant boulder comes out of nowhere and just crushes the sleeping people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, they kill this new group of people, which I think tells you more about who we're kind of dealing with here. Yeah. Maybe it's like the daddy issues have really internalized at this point. Are we, are we, are we not the good guys this episode, yeah, this, even? Are we uh, the bad guys? Uh, you know, well, I wouldn't say we're these people, but yeah. You know? I mean, we're representing them. That's all. I, I more meant, like, when you're playing a game where you turn out to be the villain... You're not actually a bad person. No. Presumably. No. Bad people play video games. So. Sometimes you kill a person for their hand. Yeah. But that's... You needed a hand. Yeah. That, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, we neglected to mention that some of... Although they were asleep, so we can't confirm they have eyes. So that's why oh. we... That's why, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why they didn't bother with the eyes. <laughs> oh, all their eyes were closed. I couldn't check. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Manchute is a bad guy. We're oh. going gonna to slowly build up to... You know, how bad? Who yeah. bad? Why bad? What bad? What does he actually replace his hand with? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, very shortly, actually. So, next paragraph shortly. Oh. Uh, when they return to a nearby settlement, <laughs> I see. Never Manchun uh, is able to trade his... Uh, oh, sorry. They kill the group. Manchun recovers a wand and a spell book. Okay. A valuable wand and a valuable spell book. Does he tape it to the stump? So, yeah, he's got, he's got a wand. No, it's spellbook hand. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you mean a spellbook, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take the spell, change the page. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, actually, you know what? That's fantastic character design. <laughs> I got to write that down. That's going to be the art whenever we, uh, whenever I re-up that. Yeah, the spellbook hand. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah, so he gets a valuable wand and a valuable uh, spellbook. He returns to a nearby settlement. The spellbook, he doesn't know how to read. So wizards in D&D... 
they always have a spell book yeah. where they write down all their spells uh, at the beginning of every day. They have to spend like an hour or two hours oh, right. memorizing but a spell. But they forget their spells after they cast them. Yeah, so like and that's it, why they have to relearn them at the end of. Yeah, they right. they learn like somatically, which means like you know what they do with like gestures they have to do with their fingers. Some yeah. spells you have to like draw symbols on your palm or you know inscribe symbols into the air. You have to say certain phrases and like not like magical languages you have to cast spells. Exactly, yeah. and, and then like as soon as. Uh, a wizard does that it like burns that memory from their mind and they're they're physically incapable that can't of remembering be healthy. it's like boxing do yeah you, <laughs> do you think wizards would just like cry at weird moments yeah like, like when yeah. they get old yeah for sure for sure uh they, they all die at 60 collect pigeons <laughs> uh no that's not true they all li- they normally live longer than for centuries yeah because yeah. they use their magic for for such things really uh so he gets back what's to your a- secret and he's just like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets back to his settlement, uh, and he realizes that the, this book is really valuable because okay. it's got a lot of spells that he can, you know, try and learn. Yeah. And Manchun, our boy, is interested in magic. Okay. Remember when I said we're going to find out what class he is? He's a mage. He is a wizard. Wizard. Remember when I said earlier tonight that we we're going to talk about wizard? There was Manchun. <laughs> that was Manchun. Right. It was Manchun all along. Damn. <laughs> Whoa. Taking me for a real, real roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I really buried the lead on that one. <laughs> on this year <laughs> episode of the Lore Boys. Yeah. Um, but he realizes he doesn't necessarily need the wand because he can't use it yet. Uh, he wants to learn how to cast spells, not how to use a wand to cast spells. Okay. Uh, and I'm not actually sure how wands work in Dungeons and Dragons because I just started playing 5e. Oh, I know okay. in Pathfinder. Uh, anybody can use a wand. It takes a, ch- a successful check to actually do, and you can like burn uses of the wand. And if you roll badly enough, you can just like destroy the wand. I guess it's kind of like uh, Ziggurat, which is that like uh, kind of Doom style shooter with the with magic. Okay, where you, your yeah, magical yeah. relics have ammo. Yeah, sort of thing. Wand- wands do have charges. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. and like you can make them by just like buying a like a basic like a blank stick a blank canvas yeah and then you know painting your spells onto the wand okay cool uh but it usually like 50 50 charges whatever uh and then each time you use it uh whether it if you know how to cast the spell you can just use it which means like wands are very powerful if you have a wand of fireball yeah uh and you know how to cast fireball you can just use that to cast fireball without spending your spell slots which is like the number of spells you can remember each day right uh, but if you don't, like, let's say you have the wand, you're a wizard, and it's Cure Light Wounds, which is a healing spell, which yeah. wizards can't learn, you would have to roll a use magic device check. Okay. And then, like, if you get over the DC, which is, we won't get into the numbers, yeah. but if you get over it, then you cast a spell. If you get under it, you don't cast a spell, and you expend a charge. Yeah. You try and use your wand defibrillator on your guy having a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. he just explodes. Well, you, for- you forgot to plug it in. Yeah. Or if you roll, like, a one, then maybe he just explodes. Good. Yeah. Uh, which might be useful in its own right. So he takes that wand, which he's not sure that he needs, doesn't know how to use, figures he'd burn too many too many uses off it anyway, and trades it to a healer to have his hand healed. Oh. So it is a world of magic. Somebody can just grow him a new hand. Because why the fuck not, right? Uh, so he gets a new hand. Twist ending. It's remarkably painful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you weigh the, you weigh the consequences. It's like, I mean, like I won't sleep for days. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he keeps the book, which is relevant because his brother's still blind. Oh, yeah. He basically made off with the only things of real value from the camp. Yeah. Because his brother was blind. Yep. Not very good at looking for valuables. 
clearly. And Chess, like I said, is presumably a fighter or a rogue and was probably like, oh, cool armor, nice sword, I'm going to take this stuff. Yeah. Whereas Manchun was like, hey, magic shit's worth a lot of fucking gold. Was he just lying to his blind brother? So, remember I said we're slowly going to get to the kind of person that Manchun is. Right. So, first he started... I'm he, just I'm jumping the gun. I'm sorry. His recklessness. Uh, no, you're right on. You're right on cue. Okay. Uh, his recklessness gets his brother blinded. Right. His recklessness and greed. He agrees to abandon the trio of Harpers who had been helping him. Yep. To their own fate. Selfish. Clearly. He he kills a man in his sleep. Sure or does. Several men in their sleep. He uh, leaves his brother blind when he maybe had the means to cure him of said blindness. Um, and this was towards the end of their couple of years of adventuring. Yeah. And they decide, you know what? I almost lost my hand forever. Asmuth lost his sight forever, despite our best efforts. Yep. Um, let's go I home. lost the page. I would never be able to yeah, that's find it, yeah. the healing spell again. Yeah, that's it. No, no I don't remember. It was, a, it was a guy, but after he healed my hand, he turned into a puff of smoke. It's a land of fantasy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Asmuth is like, I hate you, brother. <laughs> What are you going to do? Find him on your own? Good luck, blindy. Um, I hate you so much. He's like <laughs> facing the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Manchun and Chess and Azmuth are like, you know what? Let's go home. Fuck. Yeah. We've been doing it for a while. You know, maybe we, maybe they got some gold. Maybe they did get some artifacts along the way. Yeah. They're going to bring him home to dad. Who's been dead for a while now. See what the store is. They don't know that, though. That's true. So they haven't heard. But the, when they're on their way home in, like, an outlying village, you know, they're kind of you know trying to gather information about the status of the keep what's been going on since we've been gone you know don't want to be showing up you know blind and they find out dad's dead and your dad's dead so they find out that their parents are dead dang and they kind of realize like hey i guess the, we're the parents now remember those uh remember those sweet spots on the council that they had yeah man it'd be sweet if we had those huh huh chess my my only friend who can see uh <laughs> so on the way home Manchun. A friend with eyes is a very dangerous friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And uh, a friend without eyes and her brother without eyes is an annoyance that gets in the way and potentially lays claim to your rightful place on the council. Oh, fuck. So he uh, pushes his brother off a bridge. Oh, good. Pushes his blind brother, whom he blinded, and then cho- chose not to heal. That's that's his fault. Off a bridge. Yeah. Arguably. <laughs> um. I had no idea that there was magic in that sword that I touched that blew up my hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'd known, I never would have let it blow up my hand. No, exactly. That healing hurt. Yeah. Hurt more than blowing off my hand, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing backwards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're just crossing a bridge one day, and he throws him off a bridge. It's unclear whether or not Chess knew about it ahead of time or even knew about it during, and it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, uh, Azmuth needs to take a shit. You go cross the bridge, Chess, and wait for us on the other side. We'll catch up. Yep. And then, oh, boy. He's blind. I got to wipe his butt for yeah. him. You know he couldn't find his butt. He's my he's my brother. I must do it. You've never done this for me before. <laughs> <laughs> he said, holding his sh- shit-covered hands up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gross. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so man, she was like, yeah. So, that is so fucking gross. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, Chess, you go wait on the other side of the bridge. We'll catch up. And then, like, gets to the other side of the bridge. Is like, oh, no, he fell. Um, okay, yeah. He had a very unfortunate accident. Yeah, that's it. He he shit himself and was embarrassed and ran off the bridge. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to run away from me as a blind man on a bridge. That it was, was like, suicide, I tell you. I have the toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear if that was what happened or if him and Chess were like, 
in cahoots. Yeah, that's it. Like, Manchin was kind of like, you know what? We're going to try and get our places back. Asmuth is only going to get in the way and be a liability. Yeah. Let's get rid of him now. And maybe Chess was like, yeah, let's do it. Look, do you, go, do you want a blind guy to take care of? <laughs> I don't. That's it. He's your brother, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. That's what I'm going to have to take care of him, Chess. Yeah. But he's your competition. Think about that. <laughs> and they were both just like... All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Let's push him off a fucking bridge. Yeah. After he poops. Yeah. Like he's blind. Like they could have just left him in a town and he probably couldn't have fucking found his way back. Are, are you kidding? They could have left him anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but now let's push him off a fucking bridge. Yeah. Got to make sure it's done. You know what I mean? You walk him 10 feet out of town just into a wheat field. Yeah. <laughs> just leave him there. Get bit by a fucking rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what a way to go in a land of fantasy and monsters. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people died of dysentery. Right? Like, you know, in, yeah, clean water. In Faerun. Uh, when there's literally spells, uh, first, or it, it might, it's either a cantrip, which is like a zero level spell, okay. or a first level spell, which is, you know, clean yeah. clean water. Like, take water, make it clean and drinkable. Uh, people still die, you know? The, the monarchy, am I right? Yeah, exactly. All these lords killing each other, throwing each other off bridges and balconies. And poisoning uh, each other. Yeah. <laughs> poisoning each other and blowing each other's hands off. And, uh, Blinding each other. Yeah, so they kill Azmuth. They go back to Zentil. Uh, when they do, they manage to overthrow those yuppies that had kind of like weaseled their way into their place and do manage to become Lords of the Keep. Good. Uh, so Manchun is first Lord of Zentil Keep. This is Manchun in chess, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, chess probably took the place of his father, where it's like, you know, second yeah. in command or whatever, except they seem to be a, a bit more chummy. Not like chummy, yeah. but like a bit more chummy, maybe. They kind of, like, understand the necessity for each other. and yeah, maybe not, if he didn't, like, ass- che- assign him the role of treacherous vizier. That's it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need somebody to plot my death. Yeah. And I want <laughs> yeah, you exactly. to be that guy. And, I, and, I, and you know what, Chess? We've been through a lot of shit together. If somebody's going to stab me in the back, I want it to be you, man. I love you, man. I love, I love you, Chess. I love, I'm going to hate killing you, man. I'm going to hate it. Kidnap uh, my daughter and kill me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay, I, pro- I promise, man. We get back. I love you. I, I love you. <laughs> Uh, you gonna help me push my brother off a bridge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was either that or like they were on their way back, and Chess was like, "This motherfucker pushed his brother off a bridge. I am not fucking crossing him." Yeah. You know, like this this guy Stone Cold. This guy fucking goes hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I left I left three wizards to fend for themselves. This guy pushed his fucking brother off a bridge, his blind brother off a bridge. Uh. Yeah, that's a, that's um that's a true low. Yeah. So not long after returning. And maybe feeling a little paranoid. I wonder why. Manchun would establish Was the... Was it the fratricide? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe the, you know, the backwards, the, you know, sadistic nature of people in this keep in general. How his father was poisoned and threw his betrayer off a balcony. And how his best friend is his chief rival. And, you know, there's pretty, it's probably a couple things. Yeah. A multifaceted bit, problem. A little bit of subterfuge. Yeah. <laughs> going around, a little skullduggery yeah. in, in the halls. Yeah. So he comes up with uh, his first plan. Just to establish the Black Cloaks, a covert cadre of powerful wizards, mostly made up of worshippers of the dark god Bane. Uh, so there's a... Zentil keeps like a, a small city, maybe like a large town, okay. uh, like gathered around and, and partially inside the keep. And there's a priest, there's probably a couple churches there, but one of the biggest ones is a uh, priest of Bane. Bane is the god of fear, hatred, and tyranny. Okay. Have we covered him... I don't think it? so. I, I don't. I don't think in any way. No. Okay. Um, so he basically goes to the this uh, this priesthood and says like, "Hey, a lot of you guys are like pretty powerful spellcasters and stuff. 
you know, let's let's work something out where you work for me and, you know, I'll help you out where I can. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. You work for me and I become Lord of the Keep. And yeah, exactly. And then, you know, you guys, you guys are free to worship and do your fucking weird, creepy, hateful priest rituals, Comes I guess. down to it, I won't abandon you in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God of fear, hatred, and tyranny. Which one of them isn't? Am I right? I'm <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. Religion's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so... His black cokes were powerful, ambitious, good, and beholden almost solely to their god, mm. which is problematic for a paranoid me- megalomaniac. Yeah, anybody who wants power, if somebody is more loyal to something else and you hire them, <laughs> that was that was that was the wrong stack of resumes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he basically turned to them, like turned to them and created the black cloaks because, like. While they were beholden solely to their god, he feel like... <laughs> just thinking, like, taking in resumes from worshippers, and he's just like, oh, this is all so confusing. My brother used to, my brother used yeah. to do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, man. It's like, now, I see here on your resume, it says, uh, completely and unabashedly in love with your god yep. above all others. Um, what do you think about eight to four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, can you like, could you offset like work one Saturday a week and like you get the Monday off? Would that be okay? Or like we could do Sunday to to, to Thursday if you want. I don't know whether you're like a Friday or a Sunday. When's religion? the Sabbath for you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, Manchun, he already trusted almost nobody, and I feel like he was like maybe I can manipulate their faith in god yeah. more than i can manipulate my my peers' faith only in themselves right you know what i mean yeah. i feel like he just thought like it wasn't ideal but he was working with what he had at the time yeah because like the only other the only other people around were like treacherous murderers who would kill him at the first chance they got yeah and then uh, i guess his silver medal group of guys was like a bunch of fanatics yeah it's <laughs> just like Fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. A, oh, they're so weird though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at their skin; it's so pale. They don't Ugh. wear shoes. Yeah, they don't wear they all shoes. wear gloves, but they don't wear shoes. They wear gloves, no shoes. These big, heavy robes. God, <laughs> what do they do with those meetings with all the masks? It's so weird. <laughs> they just rattle everywhere they move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he trusted almost no one, obviously, uh, but he didn't trust this group of powerful wizards already sworn to someone else. Yeah. So in addition to the Black Cloaks, he trained and recruited spies to keep tabs on everyone else in the keep while he continued to master magic. Okay. So uh, Manchun's thing is, like, he loves magic. He's kind of like, um, I'm trying to remember the leader. There, there was a, there's a political leader, a despot in history, okay. who did end up going completely crazy by the, I can't fucking remember. I want to say most of them. Yeah, but there was one who, like. By definition, to be a despot, you got to be kind of completely crazy. Yeah. Right? Well, crazy in this way. I don't mean like okay. crazy. Crazy is a broad term. Crazy in like the paranoid way? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Where it's just like stop trusting everybody and then like have people assassinated by other people that you don't trust. And yeah. that's kind of where this is going. We'll say. Seemingly. We'll say John F. Kennedy. Dun, dun. Yeah. Trust no one, not even yourself. Yeah. So we had Lee Harvey Oswald kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, so he sets up a spy network. Uh, some of his spies eventually reported back to Manchun with word of a magical floating rock in some nearby ruins. Oh. So Manchun was like paranoid, in charge of Zental Keep. I want to check it out, but I'm not going to touch it. But all he wanted to do is study his magic. Yeah. He just want all he wanted to do was learn magic. So he had sent up, he had set up this uh, this powerful gr- group 
which he called the Zentrum. Okay. Which I haven't mentioned, but for the D&D fans out there, they'll recognize the name. It's basically like a very prevalent um, along the Sword Coast, um, which is like a major area. Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, Sword Coast I've seen. Baldur's Gate, yeah. uh, Neverwinter. Sword Coast yeah. is one of the expansions for Baldur's Gate 2 as far as I know. It could be. Yeah. yeah, or maybe... It's the name of the coast where like Baldur's Gate is near, Neverwinter's yeah. on, Waterdeep is on. That, that's a, No, it's part yeah. of the... like like. Something of the Sword Coast is is an expansion for one of the D and D games. I just can't fucking remember. It Legends right of now. the Sword Coast is a mo- is like an expansion module for D and D that just yeah. provides like a bunch of info, like background info on the area. Yeah. Um, the Zentarim are this like the Thieves Guild. Okay, cool. Uh, like in in modern day D and D, um, which this is taking place in like twelve. 12, like the thirteenth to fourteenth century. Okay. Um, whereas, like modern, like most current settings in D anD D, I think are the sixteenth century. Okay, so, so like a couple hundred years later, three four hundred years. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he had set up these interim. He tells them spy on people. Mm-hmm. Watch my back. Yep. You know, manage the state where you can, and find me magical items because I like magical items. That's fair. Uh, they blinded my brother, blew off my hand, but I still like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> goes to show you he's pretty devoted to magical items. Touch them for me. <laughs> um, no, so his, his spies report back that there's this magical floating rock in some nearby ruins. Manchun's like, that's pretty fucking cool. Fucking. I'm into it. He's like, get away get away from me with this talk of rocks. Wait, did you say this rock was floating? Uh, <laughs> yes, 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 we did, sir. Rocks don't normally float. Uh, no, no, they don't, sir. No, that, that's why we thought we would tell you, sir. Well, why'd you open with the rock? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you tell me? What did you start with floating? We did, sir. We said floating rock. <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Manchun, uh, loving floating rocks. Big and magic rocks. You can drink now. Actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And I am, I'm drinking for once in not a while uh, on the podcast. So yeah. I'll take a sip with our listeners at home. Punch a couple tins with the boys. Because we talk about magic rocks on this episode. Um, so he decides to investigate personally. He says, you know what? This, this magic rock sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Hang on a second. Yeah. Puts gloves on. Yeah. And like thin dollar store gloves. He's yeah. Like, that. <laughs> That'll That's do got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the gloves with like the fingers cut off. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. the smoking gloves. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still touching yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> um, No, but he's like, he's like, let's go check this out. So he gets there and he sees this floating rock and it's this massive, like, like a boulder. Okay. Floating in the air. Yeah. And he says, fuck, that's pretty, that is pretty cool. It's a big one. Let's go talk to it. Okay. And he gets closer, and turns out it's not a floating rock. Is it a beholder? It is a beholder. Oh, yeah. Cool. Which is like a massive, like a boulder-sized uh, head. Yeah. With a mouthful of sharp teeth, a single eye. Yep. And then eight or so uh, eye stalks, which are like tentacles with eyes at the end of them. Yeah, like a snail. On, on top of its head. Yeah. yeah, but like eight. And with like... Do snails have eyes at the end of their stalks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There you go. That's snail facts. To the, the best, sna- to the best of my knowledge. Welcome to the snail boys. L- lore boys canon, snails have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the snails have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he he finds out it's a beholder. Beholders are, from their eye stalks, they can shoot a, a multitude of very powerful magic beams, cool. like disintegration rays and sleep rays and, you know, uh, mind control rays and, and other things like that. You know, from yeah. their main eye, they usually have, like, a really powerful effect, like an anti-magic zone. Okay, So, like, cool. if, if you're a spellcaster and they're like looking... like a silence thing? Yeah. If, a, if like you're a spell... silence sort Exactly. Of okay. If you're a spellcaster and they're looking at you, like, if you're a wizard, all of a sudden, like, you can't cast any spells. Okay. Like, you're, as a wizard, dead. Fucked. Essentially. Yeah. Um, no armor? No spells? 
nothing basically you got you got nothing you ain't got shit kid uh and man two hands yeah and they're they're powerful beholders they're like they're they're hard to hard to fight and hard to kill in dungeons and dragons and manchun at this point obviously like he doesn't have a level yeah quote unquote in the story because beholders are one of those monsters that even me having not played D D already knew what they were in the same way i knew it like a tarask or like a dragon were there's some of the like end game yeah. boss monsters that you would go up against sort of they're like late game they're not end game they're, so like max level in Dungeons and Dragons is 20 okay they're probably like 13 14 okay with so, like a group of people so like a group of 4 to 5 level 13 14s yeah. you, you can take on a beholder they're a, the denouma of a campaign yeah beholder territory yeah for sure for sure you could definitely end a campaign with like a beholder okay uh, you definitely you'd certainly end a lot of arcs with a beholder because they're like iconic Dungeons and Dragons enemies yeah they're on a lot of the monster manuals no for sure um so uh actually this... one quick aside my buddy alexi when we did our first D episode uh-huh. a year and a half ago he was like why didn't you put a beholder in the artwork and i was like <laughs> i don't know like it <laughs> didn't occur to me because yeah. i threw a bunch of other, like a lich and a dragon and a spider and playing a, the, dungeons and dragons the psychic, yeah. the psychic slug thing yeah yeah and then he was like no beholder dude you gotta get a beholder yeah, so yeah. i'll i'll when, when I get everything sorted out and I, I kick back into high gear, I'll see if I can get something. There in. might be a beholder on, on yeah. this this artwork whenever it comes out. On this here podcast. On this podcast. Uh, yeah, so the beholder's name was Xantrip. Okay. Um, can you talk to them? Are they, yeah. are they intelligent? Yep. They're very, very smart, actually. I see. Uh, incredibly intelligent, incredibly egotistical, and, and uh, like, possessive. Kind of like dragons where they just think, like, they think they're owed stuff. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, dragons hoard a lot of treasure and shit what do beholders they'll ho- they will hoard magical artifacts okay and stuff like that yeah. no, not to the extent that dragons do like dragons fucking love it dude yeah dragons fucking come to gold <laughs> uh, <laughs> beholders don't got a dick as far as i know so uh tune into the beholder episode of the lore boys coming up we soon find out if they got dicks hosted by jamie repeater <laughs> yeah. they'll tell you if beholders have dicks <laughs> jamie <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's not here he can't defend himself yeah exactly so jamie's got it jamie's got the beholder dick episode yeah is he next week uh, I don't know. Um, so the fact that Manchun survives this encounter is notable because boulders are very, very powerful. Did it not want to kill him? Uh, so it's unclear why. Okay. But did they kiss? It either tells us that Manchun is becoming very, very powerful. Okay. And was actually able to threaten the beholder, which doesn't seem likely, or that he's becoming incredibly wily. And it was just like managed to talk to this thing and promise it some shit that it wanted. Oh, so seeing the opportunity to knock out two birds. With- He's like such an idiot. He's like, "Hey man, I know the location of a big ass magic rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where it is." The, the holder's like, "Where's this artifact?" <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, dude. If you just gave him directions to himself, he'd yeah. never find it. And he's such an egotistical idiot. Yeah, that's it. No, like, it must be around here somewhere. You'd never lie to me. Wander off into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so he sees the opportunity to knock out two birds with one floating stone. Uh, he devises a plan to weaken the Bainite priests he feared and to gain the respect and aid of Xantriff. Okay. So he offers Xantriff control of the priesthood and of Zentil Keep, if the Beholder would help him. He uses his spies to spread word back at Zentil Keep that at the ruins there was a conduit to the gods. You know what uh, religious zealots love? Conduits to gods? Ways to talk to God. Yeah. Um, so the priests... Is prayer not doing enough? 
Have you, I got a deal for you? Yeah, that's it. Magic floating rocks. <laughs> what rocks are worthless? Wait, did you say floating rocks? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why does everybody always miss that? Part? <laughs> <laughs> people in Zethel Keeper are so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like the spies are the only intelligent people because they're outsourced. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're outsourced to a different keep. So it's just like, floating is the fir- first, you know what, I don't even care. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Har- Harl Shun was like a terrible leader and the first thing he cut was education. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is a result of fucking up, like a massive uneducated yeah, like Nobody unwashed. understands adjectives. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so the, the priests of Bane fl- decide to flock to the Beholder's Lair to speak to their god. Do they get eight? Uh, no. Oh. They speak to Santriff. He's a pretty chatty Cathy. But he doesn't, they don't necessarily know that they're talking to a Beholder. Beholders have a whole host of very powerful spells that they can cast. Oh. And if you have a bunch of religious zealots who truly believe already that they're going to be speaking to their god. They're the, they're the purest rubes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. can do whatever R- you Religious want. fanatics, the purest rubes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, religion is beautiful. Fanatics, not so much. Not so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Xantriff, wanting to control the priesthood, and Zentil Keep has a pretty easy time of controlling the priesthood. Um, the evil creature uses influence to guide them away from the Church of Bane and instead join the Zentrim, that network of spies, thugs, yeah. thieves, and press gangs which Manchun had led. So Manchun was like, you grab these priests, you tell them to sign up for my gang, Yeah. you can control the keep, and if you ever need them to do anything, they'll do it for you. It's like a pyramid scheme. I mean, it seems like he's spinning a lot of plates. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> this could never possibly he's, he's blow like, up in his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the Simpsons analogy on like Whacking Day, where it's like, he's got snakes, so he's got to get gorillas to, to kill the snakes, you know? And then he's got to get tigers to kill the gorillas. And okay, then he's yeah, got to yeah, get yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, he just waits for winter to come <laughs> to kill off all the tigers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like every time he gets a problem, he decides to find somebody stronger He's, like, got one person that's stronger than him. He's yeah. like, I know. I'll recruit somebody stronger than them. Does that. And then is like, wait, I don't trust this person either. All he's doing is outsourcing help on credit. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got, like, he's got a pretty good credit history from all the magic artifacts he recovered. I guess. Okay, that's so, true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so. When that beholder audited him, he was just like, all right, you got yourself a deal there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, no, your credit score is surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, what is that? A belt of constitution plus two? Wow, that's pretty good. Um, so while the beholder stokes his power uh, with his He's newfound... he got a minus interest buff on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it brings interest down to 11%. Yeah. Wow. Zero APR for the Ew. first six months. Um, yeah, that's a temporary buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just a, a stat buff when you equip it. And then, uh, <laughs> so while the beholder stokes his power with his newfound followers, Manchun was busy with his own plans. So he had very little interest in setting up and ruling, very little interest in matters of state. Uh, Manchun set the wizards of the Zentrum to dealing with that. He was like, hey, wizards, my people, now that you are, uh, now that I have shown you your god and your god has told you that I am his voice, yeah. run the state for me. I got other shit to do. He's like, you, uh, figure out the school system. What's wrong with it? We got all these fucking idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> None of them understand adjectives. <laughs> Set up like an adjectives program. Set up like a, a wheel mo- uh, read mobile or something, you know? <laughs> like a wagon with books that we just give to people. God. <laughs> none of the books. At least those are all old books to start, so none of them have adjectives. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just straight to the business. No fla- None of that flowery language in Zental Keep. Especially not the word flowery. Yeah. <laughs> um, none of what kind of language, sir? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> just, just forget it. Just read the goddamn book. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so while others are dealing with politics, Manchun is studying magic. Still. He's striving to perfect certain schools of it. Like all good evil wizards, yeah. Manchun has a penchant for necromancy. Dang. Yeah. Uh, it was during this time, while he was studying necromancy and being a de facto ruler of Zentil Keep with the power of a beholder at his back, that he develops his great insurance plan. And he would need it. So it seems that running a criminal organization, playing hard and fast with beholders, and betraying an entire sect of, of a church dedicated to a god of hatred is dangerous work. Really? <laughs> you remember all those uh, snakes and tigers and gorillas that he's been piling up in yeah. his garage? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it turns out, maybe they turn on him. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so in uh, 1370, Dale Reckoning, 141 years after his birth, Manchun would be slain. Really? The priest of Bane, Fazul, which I haven't, I haven't mentioned his name yet, but he was like Manchun's in with the church. Okay. This was a guy who knew him. Yeah. And how, whatever their relationship was, Manchun used him to attract a bunch of people to his black cloaks. Yeah, okay. He was the, he was the charismatic guy that he would send out to... Uh, he was a recruiter, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, it seems like he might have been the only one who read also, because he seems like the one to be like, I don't fucking buy it. Yeah. I don't, fuck, I don't fucking think that's God. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think he's fucking pulling my leg, man. Yeah. Doesn't uh, look anything like any of our statues. Yeah. Our statues got legs for one. <laughs> our statues like are that. not floating yeah. rocks. I don't like that thing. <laughs> what rocks? <laughs> what kind of rocks? Not important. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so Fazul, hating the idea of a floating rock, yeah, decides to recruit one of the other lords of Zental Keep. Okay. Who, as we know, is probably very keen on ousting Manchun. Uh, Orgoth. Uh, the two of them creep into Manchun's mansion. In the dead of night, and surprise, Manchun's Manchun, Manchun's Manchun, yeah. uh, and eventually slay him. Oh, how? In a special way, or they just, uh, you know, uh, Bane? He casts a spell of Bane, and, and the other guy is like, I swing my sword at him. Uh, it's unclear. There's probably a battle. Uh, they get the jump on him. They manage to kill him. Okay, irrelevant. To the duo's dismay, they find themselves facing a dozen clones, which Manchun had made of himself. Quite the insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. That's so, pretty fucking good. We're talking about a low interest spell. <laughs> That's a pretty fucking good one. That's a pretty good insurance policy. I like that. Yeah, I mean, you're still dead. Yes. But I guess part of you lives on. Does he not transfer into one of them? So Are they all him? That's what he was working on, mm. but he never got there. I see. So all he got was the setup to the joke with no punchline. Dang. Yeah. Infinite jest, am I right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of jest? Infinite. Infant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got me. I was like, wait, did this idiot forget adjectives? <laughs> what kind of idiot would forget adjectives? <laughs> uh, us, we idiots. Us, us, yes. <laughs> us, the lower boys. <laughs> so, uh, during his time ducking matters of state, Manchun had created the spell Stasis Clone, which allowed him to create perfect replicas of himself. Are those replicas in time? Like, does he leave one at that at its current state, or am I asking too much? Uh, no, so, like, they're just, like, he's making clones, and, like, his house was presumably... A bunch of his clones walking around. Cool. And like, I, I don't know. Visiting themselves as clones That's do. it. You know, like one of them makes a coffee run. He probably picks up, you know, like a hundred cups of coffee or whatever and brings Sweet. it back for everyone. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, he, they face a dozen clones, but it seems likely that there was a lot more than just a dozen. 
And it seems like maybe there's like a hundred clones. All the furniture is just <laughs> Manchun painted like furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just posing around yeah, the room. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Six sadistic fuck. Like. like one guy painted silver, it just takes off a lampshade. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that wasn't a lamp. Yeah, that's it. Kills, kills Manchun, he like falls dead and the lamp just like lifts its lampshade yeah. off. Like, oh, oh, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> the fucking chair gets up. Like. <laughs> yeah, the chair. Like, he has his arms out like chair, like armrests. And yeah, just, yeah. Like, Stands up. The piano gets up. There's like the sound it's of, like a, three of a chord. Yeah, like a chord playing. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had enough time to do post on this episode because I put a chord in there, but I don't. So. Oh well, that's okay. And I wish I wish I had the tools to draw a hundred dudes posed as furniture, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. Uh, I might when I you know when I get the tools to do it. Yeah, maybe not the tools or the sanity, but yeah, we'll um, see what happens. Yeah, so the two uh, do manage to escape the clones uh, because the clones turned on each other. Oh. Each of the clones was convinced that he was, in fact, the real Manchu. That was that that and, was that thing that he never got to fix. <laughs> and felt an undeniable need to slay his rivals. I see. Yeah. So this would kick off the Manchu Wars. Oh, the Manchu Wars isn't the war of Man isn't the war caused by Manchu. It's Well, technically well, yes. it is, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the Manchu Wars in the same way. It's like it's the it's, it's called a, the Manchu Wars because every participant is Manchu. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> it's not like like we talked about Lord of the Rings last week. It's not the War of the Ring because the Ring is the thing people are fighting. The MacGuffin. Over. Yeah. The, the Manchu Wars is because there's a bunch of Manchuns leading armies against Manchu. Not even leading armies, just going to war with each oh, other. Just going. Oh, jeez. Okay. So. Uh, it's a period of Farron's history where an army of clones of a powerful wizard. Did he? Hang on, I have one quick question. Did he kind of have a humble moment where he was just like, "I'm a bit of an egotistical prick. I'm gonna have to work this glitch out before I wake these clones up." And then his buddies killed him in his sleep, and now his clones have gone crazy. <laughs> Is um, that kind of what happened. Make it what you want. Okay, Lord Boy's canon. It seems like yeah, to me like yeah. he was like waiting until he could transfer his consciousness into the other clones. Okay, and. There is some evidence to support that coming up. Okay. So, uh, an army of clones of a powerful wizard, their exact number unknown, tear across the continent. Uh, the Manchun Wars lasted a century, at least a century. Uh, Manchun, over the course of his 141-year life of running a black network dedicated at least in part to the procurement of magical items and powerful artifacts, had amassed quite the collection. At the time of his passing. I can imagine. So, uh, I guess it's a lot like a battle royale. Where all these clones wake up in a house full of p- powerful magic artifacts. And they're going to kill each other. And they're, they're all going to try and kill each other. Some of them are going to try and just get away and live as long as possible. <laughs> but they're all going to grab as many fucking magic items and shinies as they can. <laughs> Dude. And okay. get the fuck out before the storm strikes. I swear to God. If somebody somewhere... Because we, we get quite good downloads these days. If someone somewhere who can make that decision, and you make the Manchun Wars Battle Royale game, <laughs> and we don't get, like, a $5 check. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least we gotta be I'm characters in the game. In your we gotta be skins in the game or something, yeah, right? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. That, that's we'll a- be one three-headed idiot in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a funny fucking uh, setup for a game. Or to kill your clones. I have seen, like, alpha videos of a, uh, like, mage battle, battle royale. Oh, I, I don't remember I've, what it was I called. I think I've but, seen that as well. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking contact wizards, call it fucking the Manchun Wars. Partner with wizards, fucking make a buck. You know what I mean? There you go. Um, so, everyone makes for a weapon. Some clones die that first night. But many make it out. Those are those hot drop ones. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody that landed, like, tilted, or I don't know the equivalent in... Uh, I guess it's supply ship in Apex Legends. Sure. I, I don't know what tilted is. It's from Fortnite. I see. I'm the uh, only person on Earth who has never played that, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those people, the people who land at, like, the, the hot zones where, like, everybody fucking lands. Yeah. Like, the supply ship. The early ship drop or. in Apex, I remember, is yeah, exactly. pretty spicy. Um, so, some of them land there, die right away. Some of them, you know, land at the edges of the map and survive for quite a few years. They gather their strength. Yeah. They plan. They launch assaults on other clones. Must be pretty hard to surprise yourself, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do they all kind of know what the other is thinking? Like, uh, I like, I don't know. It's, I, I don't think so, yeah. but they all think exactly the same way. Like, they're not identical twins. So were they not just all hot drop at the same time? Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not like, they're not like, you know, like clones that were made from birth and then kind of had different experiences for many, many years. It's right. like, this is probably within a year or two of when they were born yeah. and and the, they wake they all wake up at the same time and are like oh fuck we're the exact same person and i like to think the only thing that changed their strategy is what magic item did they get okay yeah. you know what i mean one guy who got like a really powerful wand of like fireball plus 10 whatever like like something that could do a lot of damage is like i'm gonna go aggro and just fucking try and blitz everybody down yeah. with you know the guy who's like i got the ring of protection i'm just gonna fuck off in my turtle yeah, yeah. Tur- turtle off in some swamp exactly yeah. <laughs> um in the end Three clones went out. Okay. Uh, it seems likely to me that they came to a truce in the end, perhaps each of them thinking themselves more canny, though not wanting to test the powers of the other. They want to get back into manipulating people, which is how this whole thing started. Yeah, that's it. So I guess they're kind of like, well, we're the, oh, so we're the last three, huh? Yeah. I guess that means we're uh, pretty powerful, huh? Yeah. And like none of them had like killed anybody. The whole time. Oh, yeah. Like, the last two Manchuns to die just, like, killed each other. And they're both just, like... They're all three of them just, like, bluffing. Like, oh, no, yeah, I killed a lot of... I killed a lot of me, you know? They're all the guys. <laughs> I killed a lot of me. I killed so many me, dude. You wouldn't even believe it. Yeah, like, no, me too, me too, man. They, they were all just, like, camping at... Like, at the camping at the edge of the ring the yeah, whole time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. They're just, like, right outside the laser wall, just, like, edging up. Yeah. <laughs> Prone, just, like, on yeah. their elbows. Yeah. Well, I guess since all of us killed so many of us, we don't, you know, like have to kill any more. Yeah, we don't got to kill any more if you guys don't want to. I don't, I don't really care. I'll kill you guys. I don't care because I've done it before, but, you know. I know what, exactly what it feels like to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, the power you must feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they agree that they would leave each other be, at least until one of them truly gets the upper hand. Mm. One of the clones would return to the Zentarim, though they would strike a deal with Fazul, who killed their progenitor. Fazul right. had overtaken not only Zentil Keep, but had overtaken the Zentarim as well. Including the Beholder? Uh, it's unclear. I, I didn't. I didn't go into what actually happened okay. to Zantriff. I didn't look it up. Okay. But uh, whether he works out a deal with Zantriff and says like, "Hey, we can keep the same same deal going," whether or not he turns his priest on Bane and they manage to kill him, right. um, unclear. Uh, the Manchun, once he returns to the the Zantrim, strikes a deal with Fazul and says like, "Hey, you can keep the Zantrim. You can still be in charge. I'm going to be one of your lieutenants. I won't cause any. I won't cause any trouble. But you just got to like let me use the Zantrim to my own means." Because, again, not interested in ruling, not even a shady... Just magic. He just magic. He just wants, you know, like, when I need people to go check out some ruins with a floating rock, a what rock? Uh, <laughs> when I need some Still people... after centuries. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When His I... education program never took off. <laughs> yeah. When I need some people to go check out a rock, doesn't matter what kind, any rock, yeah. you're going to lend me some guys. And Fazul's like, fine. Sounds fine to me. As long as we don't make this rock too fucking complicated, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
That is so stupid. I was just about to say, this is one of my favorite, <laughs> my favorite episode memes we've had in a long time, is the people who don't know adjectives. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> one of the other uh, Manchuans would go on to the city of Westgate, where he assumed the name Orbach. And took part in his own criminal organization called the Night Masks. Cool. Basically just another city in another part of the world yep. where he rules, at least in part, another Zentarim, quote-unquote, another yeah, thieves' guild. It's, it's the exact same thing, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. Orbach does kind of have more to his story where he uh, turns into a vampire at some point, and cool. he goes looking for something called the Lost Spell, which is a spell which is basically, like, in- incredibly difficult to, to find or, like, to to find all the pieces to it because like there it's like an ancient myth where it was spread throughout the land and you have to find like all the pieces and some of them are like really easy to decipher and some of them are like super hard riddles okay. and when you can put all of them together you can cast this spell it's been shredded you need to put this yeah exactly you gotta get all your yeah. scotch tape yeah. while everybody else on earth is trying to get would kill for this spell kind yeah. of thing uh, and be- kill for some scotch tape yeah that's it yeah. some what tape yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and basically, when you cast this spell, at any point in the future, if you die, you just will like pop back to life, perfectly healthy. No matter what you died from, you'll be perfectly healthy. If you're oh. if you're like in bondage, like you were in jail, or like at the bottom of the sea, you'll pop out somewhere safe, and like like it's like the ultimate get out of jail free card. Okay, if cool. you can find the lost spell. Yeah. Um, the third chooses to move to. You just un- come back as an American CEO. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> take that american ceos we know you're listening yeah Uh, lord boys the best very funny yeah what kind of funny yeah (laughs) what what kind of what yeah what kind of what that's true fuck Um, of all the people yeah (laughs) so the third chooses to move to undermountain which is an underground dungeon system full of very powerful mages criminals and monsters does it become a lich uh, maybe he's, like, trying to become a lich. Okay. I'm surprised none of them have become... Uh, I mean, I guess it was in the books. I right? mean, like, cloning yourself and, you know, figuring out a way to... Yeah. So... Curse my own blood, question mark? Yeah, that's it. So, like, these three did agree to all work on a way to, if one of them dies, transfer the consciousness into the others. Okay, so they know, at least. Well, like, yeah, when, when Manchun made the clones... Yeah. He knew that that's what he was making them for. Yeah. And so they knew yeah. that that's what they were making them for. And so, like, they said, like, yeah, let's keep doing that thing that we were doing before we cloned ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, it's better than having another war amongst us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, most a, people believe... a whole lot of waste to me, and I'm not into that. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, at least my pigs are happy. Uh, <laughs> most people believe the last clone was killed in the wars, but even those who know rarely know more than one survived. Okay. So uh, it's a very famous plot hook where it's like your players aren't supposed to know that there's any Manchunes left. And a lot of campaigns, some pr- like a lot of printed material even today will be like, you know, the villain is, is Manchun in the end and he's the one in Undermountain or he's the one in, you know, he's the one in the one Night the, Masks yeah, or the, the leader of the Zentarim, you know, and he's trying to okay. do this thing. Um, but it's, yeah, it's basically just a way to, to set it up. Cool. So that's, that's the Manchun Wars. That was a lot of fun. That was fascinating. Yeah. I and thought, yeah, okay. a good time as well. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, if you guys like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, contact cool. us however you can. Just reach out to us. We are bad at doing social media stuff, but yeah. god damn, we try. Yeah, we're good at um, responding to feedback. We do it within a few hours. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're real bad sometimes at reaching out we're trying to be better always yeah. trying to be better for you 
Um, thinking about cloning ourselves, getting a couple me's because like, I don't know. I'm like too busy, but I feel like a clone of me because I'm such a motivated person. Could pick up a lot of the slack. Yeah, we yeah. pick up a lot of the slack. Uh, we can start I mean? a second podcast. Who am I kidding? We would just, all clone. we would do is fuck. Yeah. All, all me and a clone of me would do is fuck. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, yeah. So you can find us at the lower boys, the lower boys.com. Yep. Uh, send an email at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, or, you know, reach out to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the lore boys. The lore boys. Uh, Instagram, lore boys podcast. At lore boys podcast. Yep. Um, that's where the artwork is currently for everything that's done and will be, like I said, when I get, uh, back up and running, um, where can I find you on the internet, Ethan? You can find me personally at Ethan the dead man on Twitter. Yeah. That's where I hang out. Uh, though not so much these days because work is crazy busy but in a couple of months it'll be back to normal and I'll be more of a social media presence and Peter? Uh, I'm at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter I'm a lurker I retweet a lot of shit but I will answer you if you contact me I have a few conversations with people here and there uh, I'm the cartoonist you can download our art from uh, DeviantArt at O'Manahue and then of course there is uh, loreboys.com theloreboys.com and pornhubcaps.com uh, all redirect to the same place that's where we update everything uh, like I said I'm in the process of getting everything readjusted here uh, tool wise so that I can do things quicker and better um, Jamie is at jmilk64 on PSN is normally what he plugs I think so uh, and he's J-A-Y J-A-Y-M-I-L-L-K yeah 64 mm-hmm. and then uh, he streams as well at uh, twitch.tv slash the lore boys a little infrequently but he's on Less for a while and he's pretty good I've uh, been meaning to stream but I'm, I'm too busy right now but I, maybe in a couple months yeah. who knows or maybe at time of listening it's now yeah exactly. maybe I'm streaming right now yeah. go right now go maybe I'm streaming you're gonna miss me um, one of the other things is, uh, along with the review on iTunes, is uh, the app that I found out about and currently use, and I like a lot, is CastBox. Uh, you can leave comments and reviews on that, so please do that as well. And Peter will answer you. Most importantly, exactly. Uh, most importantly, uh, if you want to interact with us, please do. Feel free, uh, because like Ethan said, we're all kind of idiots uh, when it comes to social media. We're not good at using it. <laughs> but thank you very much for the organic yeah, growth we love you that guys. we have, because we're at like 27,000. Uh, downloads which is it's beautiful you're beautiful and we love you unbelievable and if you really love us you'll send us some money because cash money we were joking about things earlier but what we we're, really we were what, joking about talking to you and stuff all we want is your money yeah. uh it, so sign up for lord boys premium you dumb idiot yeah what are you a dumb idiot what do you want to get smarter you want to go to school you want to yeah. go to lord boys university well you are in luck my friend that's what we're launching now lord boys university, university okay Boom. you're gonna learn Adjectives. You're going to learn what makes a rock float. Uh, what is a rock? Not rock. It's beholder. Yeah. Oh, no. We have beholders in our school. Uh, our janitor's really weird and smells like cheese. <laughs> uh, we got a cat. He's at, old, but he'll never die. We got a cat at the school. We can't get her out. Because uh, she's in the vent. <laughs> she's in the vent. And we're all too heavy. Yeah, so for the low, low price of $79,000 a semester. Yep. You can sign up for Lore Boys University. It's regular debt that you're probably used to at this point, frankly. Yeah. Um, uh, the, be- the beauty of it is, though, you know your professors already. Yeah. It's me and Peter and Jamie. We're going to set up some real douchey frats with this money as well. It's yeah. going to be a fucking 
catastrophe for our legal team. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be great. We are going to make those idiots sweat yeah. so hard, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to get sued so bad that they're going to get sued. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. My lawyer is going to get sued for defending me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, lawyer idiot. Idiot. Uh, and that constitutes, a I lore suppose, voice. a lawyer voice. Ow. Ow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.